Hey y'all, welcome to the Creative Women Wanted Podcast. This is a special episode. I'm recording it at 10.01 on Saturday night. So my voice is a little chill, so I quiet in my house. But I wanted to, I just had some things I wanted to share. I was diving deep into my chart. I was using the Chani app to really read my chart some more look into my houses. Like I just do this randomly. And each time I look at it, it resonates differently. And one of the things that my chart says is, you know, my Leo, my Leo son is in my eighth house. And it was saying that I have to start nurturing my talents to illuminate the human condition, right? Which is me as a storyteller and me as a storyteller telling other people's stories, me as a storyteller sharing my own stories. And I've been wanting to share more about the things that I'm experiencing and the things that I'm learning, but I'll get in my head about it. I'm like, okay, but I'm only releasing episodes on Tuesdays and, you know, oh, um, you know, I need to drop interviews, not so many episodes where it's just me. Let me drop like three interviews before I drop an episode by myself again. You know, I'm just in my head about it. And it's like, I'm really working on forgetting the rules because what are these rules? They're made up. It's like, I I, want to live more in alignment. And it's like, I, my, the podcast is for me to share my experience with you all. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I wanted to share You know, one of the things that I realized in, you know, uh, my journey to finding or, you know, in embracing and honoring my creativity and my creative confidence is like really learning more about how I am designed, learning more about who I am and then embracing that, right? And embodying that, right? Nakia mentioned the the word embody, and I hadn't used it in this way for this topic, but because I was using the word embrace, but and I was using the term to like myself more, right? To to actually start to live in a way that aligned with the things I already liked about myself instead of trying to change so many things about myself. And I think the word is embody, right? To embody the characteristics about myself that I love. So, you know understanding my human design was very freeing to me. And now reading more about my chart, taking strength finder test, right? Thinking about myself as a child is helping me to embrace and embody more of the things that I already like about myself. Like I've said that a few times. So for example, like learning that I was a manifesting generator through my human design. Like as a manifesting generator, I am multi-passionate. And I, for for about a year or so, you know, well, in my mid-20s, I was like, okay, being multi-passionate. I loved it. I was doing the things I wanted to do. And then at some point I ran into a group and I aligned with a group of people who believed that you should focus on one thing. And not only, not, that was not only like this group's motto, but that is like somewhat the way of the world, the way that social media encourages us to move. It's like focus on one thing, go all the way on one thing and then do your other stuff, right? But it's like, 
understanding my human design allowed me to embrace the fact that I am multi-passionate, that I do have multiple things that I want to do or that I want to focus on. I think like in my 20s, those multiple things were like in different areas. Like I would focus on helping black women in entrepreneurship and then focus on, you know, building a media company. But now all of my work is around telling black women's stories. So that feels good. But at the end of the day, it's like I, even when, you know, starting this podcast, I had to consider my, had to consider my human design, which is I'm multi-passionate, like, yo, that's okay. And I am meant to, you know, as a manifester, meant to tell people my intentions and as a generator, meant to wait to respond, right? So I have those combinations so that that's encouraging to me, right? Because sometimes... And it's like, I don't want to admit this, but this is real. Like sometimes when I get on social media and I start to hear things like, oh, I should be doing this. I don't know if that's my voice or a voice that's reacting to scrolling on social media, a voice that's reacting to somebody doing something, a voice that's now telling me you should be doing this because this person is doing this. Like understanding my human design, leaning into my astrology, you know, being in therapy, of course, taking time to myself is helping me to understand like, who is diamond actually? Who is diamond when you take away the shoulds? Who is diamond when you remove the reaction to what other people are doing on social media, right? Like who is diamond and what does diamond want. Sometimes it really is hard to know that if there are so many voices in our head from scrolling, from even reading, right? From like, just, I don't even, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like our parents, our family, our friends, everybody's saying, this is what you should do. This is how I did it. Blah, blah. It's like, when you don't have a blueprint, it's hard, right? When you, when you are a creative woman, it's tough. Because like, it's not like we get out of high school, we know we're going to go to college to get this degree, then we know we got to go to law school, we know we got to go to med school, we, or we know we need to take a business class. Like we don't, we're figuring it out. It's all very spiritual. So as creative women, it is so important for us to know ourselves through and through so we can make aligned decisions. Very early on in my career, I know that I was making decisions and even, you know, up until recently, sometimes like making decisions so that I could, you know, feed myself and pay my bills and, you know, just trying to make money. But money is no longer like a full motivation for me. Of course, I want a million dollar lifestyle, million dollar house, you know, trying to feed the kids. I need a personal chef. All of those things I desire, I desire a big, abundant life, a big, abundant home where Sydney's family and my family can come together for holidays. The dream is big, right? However, I still have to, and I lost my train of thought because Sydney's alarm started going off. Her alarm stayed going off. But either way, I, you know, I want all of these big things for myself, Right? But how I get there, it's going to look different from everybody else. It's going to look different from everybody else. It could look different. Like if I had a sibling, it would look different from them, right? And so 
in learning more about who I am and embracing and embodying more of what I like about myself, I feel like I, I, the, the journey is starting to feel more aligned. Now, that don't mean it feel easy because it is a very tough season right now. It's tough for my business. We're having, we're having to develop new strategies for finding clients. I, you know, I, you know, still working on selling television shows. You know, I have more time than I would like to be able to focus on myself because I'm like, God, I want to work more. But you know what I'm understanding is the work looks different in this season. I'm bearing off track a little bit and I'm going to get back to my point, but I am realizing that the work in this season looks like eating well, you know, focusing on what my body likes, what my body needs, paying attention to how my body feels around certain people in certain circumstances you know, doing yoga in the morning, having more time for play. The work looks different. The work is not always going to be me sitting at a laptop, typing up some stuff, coming up with a plan or executing on something. The work's not that. The work is not that this season for me. But like I said, human design has been very helpful to me. Also, you know, reading my chart tonight was like revolutionary because it's so affirmative. That's what human design is. Understanding my human design is freeing and it's, it's affirm. It's what is it? Um, affirmative. It's affirming, right? It's affirming. Cause it's like, yo, I like that about myself. Yes. I don't, I shouldn't be trying to be this way. I should be the way that I've already designed. So I love that about myself or even, you know, understanding more of my, you know, what my Leo sun actually means or what being a Capricorn rising actually means. And, you know, what I read was that like as a Capricorn rising, you know, I do have the ability to, to commit to something for the long term and to, to conquer the climb and to strive for excellence. Yes. But pleasure and doing things that makes me feel good and being kind to myself is very important because I, I mean, that's important for us all, right? But as a Capricorn rising, like, because I'm so committed to something that's so long-term, you know, I have stamina, but I can tire myself out. So it is very important, right? To, to spend more time in solitude, to go within, right? And then to make sure that I'm showing myself love and to make sure that I'm being kind to myself. Because sometimes I'm, I mean, I'm extremely hard on myself, extremely hard. So I loved reading that as a reminder for what it means to me to be a Capricorn sun with, with the, I mean, I'm sorry, a Capricorn rising um, in my first house. Is that where my Capricorn is, child? No, my Capricorn rising is in no house. But also to then understand, you know, more about my Saturn, which is in Capricorn, or my moon, which is in Sagittarius, which is in my 12th house. And it says like, as a Sagittarius moon, you know, I prefer to change it up. I'm naturally optimistic, right? Like I am a person who seeks the truth in its many forms. And I am buoyed by my pursuits that get me closer towards spiritual and intellectual enlightenment. I'm always seeking knowledge, right? And that and I, and in my human design, I have a profile line of one and a three, which is 
a knowledge seeker, a knowledge seeker and an experimenter. Those are things that like I knew about myself. My mom has always called me a lifelong learner. And I think, you know, some of us might, most of us might be that way, but I'm learning to embrace that about myself and not be ashamed of it and not be sad about it. And I feel like, oh, I need to like, no, no, I need to put this down. But I, I love learning and not for the sake of being better or to be more smart. It's just like, I genuinely love learning. I genuinely love knowledge. And the fact that my back to human design, I have a profile line of a three, which is an experimenter. I'm meant to experiment. I'm meant to try things out. I'm meant to like, I'm, I'm, I meant to publicly try things out too. Right. Like I love what my friend Mecca said, one of her affirmations was I'm not afraid to be seen trying. I don't have to show up as an expert. I don't have to show up being excellent at this. And like, like Beyonce says, rehearsal is humbling. Rehearsal is humbling. Like I, I, I don't want to be afraid of being a beginner. Right. And it's like understanding those things about myself. It's like, yo, okay, let me, let me get out here and like make more mistakes because sometimes in this day and age, it feels like I have more to lose, but that's, those are just thoughts. Like I, I don't have more to lose. I actually have more to gain at this period of my life than anything, than any other time in my life, right? It's, it's so interesting, like being a creative, you know, just not having a blueprint. We're really out here trying to build generational wealth without nah, one idea, nah, one plan. It's so deeply spiritual, y'all. And so it's like, yeah, sometimes the work doesn't look like writing a script or making a deck. Sometimes the work is like reading our charts and going to therapy and taking walks after a busy day so that we can hear our own mind so that we can hear what God is trying to tell us. It's like we're creating the blueprint as we live our life. As we take the next step, we are literally creating a blueprint but that actually nobody's going to follow because they're going to have their own blueprint. And it's like understanding that is encouraging because I really don't be knowing what to do sometimes. I really, I, I have so much faith though. I have so much faith that I, sometimes I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. My mom will be like, what more can you do, mom? And nothing, actually nothing. There's nothing more I can do because I've done so much. And I think that sometimes though, like not having a blueprint can cause me to overwork because early on in my 20s, I associate, you know, time equaled money. I worked at McDonald's. So every hour I worked when I was 15, I earned $6.25. So time equaled money. And now I'm having to unlearn that. I mean, I, I started the unlearning of that process a few years ago. So, you know, I'm, I have to really practice the idea that, like, I don't have to always be working in order to be creating abundance for myself. I have to give it up to God. Like God, you it you it, it's your turn. You do the work. This is your job. I'm off the clock. 
And I'm having to start to affirm myself like I've done enough. I've done enough. This is enough for me for today. And I hope that this is all making sense. I This is kind of like a stream of consciousness, but I wanted to share it with you all because it's my truth. And I hope that it's encouraging. I hope that it's, inv- it's validating. But I, I believe in us so much. And I know that all the seeds that we are planting in the tough seasons of our life, especially, they will be watered and they will bloom so crazy. The seeds that I'm watering this season, yo, what? By the end of the year, it's going to be wild. It's going to be like a forest. I believe this is like my bamboo season. Like Pastor Mike Todd says, like, I'm my roots are growing deep right now. So that it's when it's time, the bamboo just going to shoot straight up. And it's going to be wild and it's going to be large and it's going to be abundant. You know, in the meantime, though, when things aren't moving as fast as I would like to, when there's no gratification, you know, there's no immediate gratification in the work that I'm doing, you know, when I don't know what God is doing behind the scenes, I'm really practicing being present, practicing enjoying life. Like April is all to it's all about pleasure and playfulness. What makes me feel good? What where can I have more fun? How can I be more playful? And when it comes to the work, I'm leaving my schedule more up to God. Cause I know I'm a woman who's like, okay, let me, let me do this, let me add this to my calendar, let me do this. You know, again, because time equals money, right? Like that's that's a mindset that I it's like my mind knows that that is not true. But because I am, I, 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 it's a learned behavior for me to just put things on my calendar to make myself feel more busy and make myself feel more productive. But April, I'm leaving it open. I know I'll get the work done. But in April, I'm leaving more room for God, one, to tell me what to do, for, but two, for him to do his thing. Like, you go to work now. It's your turn. So thank you for listening. I'm wrapping this up. I gotta figure out what to call this episode, but I hope it's helpful to you. And if you have any questions, you know, I'm here. I'm here. Diamond at 31 in Productions. I'm on Instagram at The Real Diamond. I see you. I'm here for you. I love y'all. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Talk to you soon.